Putin, Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on the John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. And folks, good afternoon. Right now it is 1207, 12.07. And you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 uh, FM. And through, folks, just the, uh, I want to once again thank our friends with QGo Live that are allowing us to broadcast. Coming to you right from, I am uh, right at the uh, border of, um, it's Medica, which is the largest pedestrian border of the people that are coming here and escaping Ukraine. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, as always, we've had uh, so many and have so many terrific sponsors, excuse me, and people that are uh, supporting the program. Just like the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, at some point, I will return to my homeland. And uh, at that time, I cannot wait to uh, visit my friends at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. So right now, so it's late afternoon, and uh, as the sun starts to go down, and it was actually a nice day here weather-wise, um, the, uh, the temperature just starts to drop dramatically. It's incredible how, how quickly it does start to drop Um but it's obviously very, very significant with what's happening right now in the world, and especially with President Biden. He is over here, right in the United. In um, right now, he's in Brussels, and that's big. And then on Saturday, he will be arriving in Poland. So, folks, again, the um, there does seem to be good news. By by the way, as far as right now, the Ukrainian military certainly seems to be making strides. The war's been going on for a month. This is not what seemingly they expected it to be, would be, meaning uh, what Putin thought it would be and what the Russians thought it would be. And that all bodes well. And I think more people are starting to recognize that now is the time to try to be aggressive, help the Ukrainian military, help them hopefully take out uh putin and and def- you know defeat him now absolutely defeat him now so i want to go through um some of the latest uh headlines that i'm uh seeing uh as far as where things go um and just bear with me folks uh let's see uh now, see, Roger Stone, I've been accused of being a Russian asset all week. Uh, I hate the Russian system. Putin, I understand. I, I still don't know what to make of that guy. They're, some of the uh, the individuals and some of the um, some of the individuals and, and some of the reasons of why people uh, are coming out with some of the comments. None of it, none of it seems to make sense regarding um uh, regarding some of the actions of Putin and um, and Soviet Union, and uh, and I want to reaffirm for people, it's it's very very clear. It's um, you know this is uh, as in, this is it's such a busy day, folks, on the border. You know, the other day, as I had mentioned, we had heard that that there were a lot of people that were trapped and they couldn't get out, and apparently. A number of um, the the fighting right now seems to be more geared towards southern Ukraine and also the east. And then they it, it's really uh, incredible that they have failed to take the board, uh, take the capital, Kiev. So all of that bodes well. And as, as far as for the Ukraine military and for for the country itself, folks, this portion of the John DePietro show at 11 minutes past 12 on this Thursday is brought to you by Henry Oil. Folks, you know, if I had my way, 
I mean, we have plenty of oil in the United States. Call Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. It's Henry Oil since 1947. Affordable fuel oil, Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200, for Henry Oil. Folks, also, good afternoon. I want to remind people, if you're looking for a new place to try for food or drink, stop in and see Shane and his great staff at the Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Always a great crowd, delicious food, great drinks. When I return, and at some point I will return, I'm going to be heading over to, in fact, see all my friends at the Centerdale Revival. So this is, um, there's a lot of spirit, I will tell you. And what I also think is interesting is the Ukrainian people, folks, the people from Ukraine, uh, they're following what's going on very, very carefully. And they are, there's almost a, a sense of joy. Ukraine has destroyed a Russian landing ship after the state media revealed its location with propaganda footage. So a lot of these victories that are happening, it's, it's not lost on the people of Ukraine that are following this closely. So the big news, of course, U.S. has started consulting with NATO allies on providing anti-ship missiles to Ukraine. That needs to happen. All of those Russian ships need to be targets. All those Russian ships are fair targets of war. All of those Russian ships, uh, Ukraine absolutely has the right. And, and now the latest, folks, and again, you're listening to the John DePietro show on this Thursday. Russian war, Russia warns it will smash Poland if it tries to intervene in the Ukraine war. I want to tell you, the people of Poland, number one, as I've told you and reported, we have the 82nd Airborne here. <clears throat> you have new, uh, NATO troops here. Poland is not intimidated by this in any way. Uh, they say they're going to smash Poland if it tries to intervene after Warsaw proposed sending in US P- UN peacekeeping troops. So in a chilling message, a, a state deputy general said the time has come for the country's leadership to say specifically there are borders and just try poles to poke your head here even 10 meters. So now he's the former commander of the Russian airborne troops added that the final stages of the war would take place near the Ukraine-Poland border and that the Poles would receive response under the full scheme, which includes hypersonic missiles. The warning comes following a Polish proposal to send a U.N. peacekeeping force to Ukraine. Now, I think that's a great idea. I will explore if I'm going to be embedded with the peacekeeping mission. According to a Polish Ministry of Deference plan... The peacekeeping mission visions up to 10,000 troops being sent into Ukraine. Good. Russia says that would lead to a direct clash with NATO. Folks, you got to take them out now. Absolutely. And I want to be very clear. It doesn't make you a warmonger or a hawk if you want to stop evil. I repeat, it does not make you a warmonger or a hawk if you want to stop evil. This is a battle of good versus evil. Period. End of story. Full stop. Good versus evil. For them to keep threatening the world with nuclear weapons is, you know, he he is a thug. He is a bully. He needs to be stopped. He needs to be called out. And it's about time that the Biden administration stops being afraid of trying to somehow, you know, that we're going to be the ones instigating a war. And shame on like that Candace Owens for suggesting that it's the United States and NATO that instigated that that is completely wrong. Hours after Kremlin spokesman warned of possible atomic war. Sparked fears by hinting there'd be a seismic response to any direct involvement in conflict from the West. If Russia is provoked by NATO, if Russia is attacked by NATO, we are a nuclear power. Why not? He told Sky News at the U.N. New York. Folks, that type of talk and aggression needs to be called out and and then needs to be stopped. I don't think it's the right thing to say. It's not the right thing to threaten Russia. I have no sympathy for them in any way. And now they're attacking Arnold Schwarzenegger, by the way. 
The top diplomat also continued to dismiss claims Kremlin forces have carried out war crimes. <clears throat> what else would you call attacking schools, hospitals, and uh, civilian apartment buildings? Instead, they said it's all fake news. Now, as I have explained in the past, that's actually where President Trump got the term fake news. He actually learned that. And I don't mean that in a great way, but that if we're going to be accurate, he actually learned that from Putin. As the fear grows, France has raised its alert level and taken the unprecedented step of deploying three nuclear submarines at sea. You know, the only way, folks, you can't show weakness to a bully and Putin is a bully. So, and for the Russians to be calling Poland's leadership political imbeciles who are spreading vulgar propaganda about Russia and allowing an American radio personality to be at the border and be back. Whoa, wait a minute. Now, a member of the Ukraine parliament said the rant was a direct assault on Poland. Well, folks, I'm going to tell you right now, the NATO troops are everywhere. They're increasing uh, it is about, I'm saying it's almost about time to fire up the war machine. We have the muscle. The Soviet, the Russian military has been exposed. They're weak. They're frauds. They don't have good communication. They don't have good direction. They need to be stopped and outmaneuvered right now. It's good versus evil. This is a simple battle. Putin is not your friend. He is an enemy of the United States. He's an enemy of Western civilization. Kremlin's mouthpiece on Russia State TV warned Moscow is prepared to use a nuclear weapon against Poland and the Baltic states. Warsaw would be destroyed after two seconds. All threats. All threats. We, NATO has the hardware to stop something like that and knock it out of the sky. As tensions between the two countries deepen, hundreds of thousands of allied troops have been put on a state of heightened alert. There are 100,000 U.S. troops in Europe and 40,000 forces under direct NATO command. Folks, I want to be very clear. This whole thing was instigated by Putin and Russia. I'm going to disagree with Candace Owens and Tulsi Gabbard that claim that the United States started this. They are complete liars. Candace Owens, who flunked out of URI, I am telling you, the two of them follow the money. They're getting money from the Kremlin. Secretary General said they're backed by major air and sea power. Five carrier strike groups in the north and in the Mediterranean. President Biden is going to visit Poland on Friday after meeting with European leaders. Has vowed to defend every inch of NATO territory. Head of his meeting with Biden, the Polish president, called for strengthening NATO's eastern flank. Good. Get the troops out there. Following a meeting with the Romanian counterpart, they said NATO should change its profile to be defensive, permanent presence of the North Atlantic Alliance forces on soil. Agreed. We need a significant consolidation of the eastern flank. Folks, Putin has got to go. He is the enemy. There's no other enemy. I want to be very clear about that. It comes as a Russian ambassador to the UN claims Putin has the right to launch nukes if provoked by NATO over its invasion of Ukraine. Wrong. You know, if these guys all want to be and have a death wish, then grant it to them. Hours after another Kremlin spokesman warned of possible atomic war, they sparked further fears by hinting there'd be a seismic response to any direct involvement in the conflict from the West. If Russia is provoked by NATO, if Russia is attacked by NATO, we are a nuclear power. Why not? Well, they're going to find out why not. Folks, we are not going to put up with this. And, and we're not. And people need to wake up. Do not believe the propaganda. Do not believe uh, a lot of the information that you're being told. It's false. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus, the Johnson family. Now, you're listening to me right now at 1221 on this Thursday. Propane Plus, call them in Rhode Island, 401. Oh, no, here come the, the clowns with the harmonicas. 
401-885-4209. Propane Plus, 401-885-4209. Is that Putin in the clown outfit? Folks, online at propaneplus.com. For all your propane supplies, you can depend on Propane Plus. I want to give a special shout out to my friend Pat Elston, the realtor. I'm telling you, State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, call Pat Elston. She'll find you that home in CD2 you need. Also, a special shout out to all my friends at State Towing Service, who are just terrific. I mentioned Ron's Pastry Gourmet. What are you doing for lunch right now? Oh, what I would give for one of his delicious calzones. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. So, folks, I want to share with you, and again, at five, at uh, excuse me, 1222, uh, our time is now 522. Now, when I arrived here, we were six hours ahead, but then uh, because of daylight savings in the United States, so now it's five hours ahead. But um, I can't stress enough, when the sun goes down, the temperature drops rapidly. Um but I want to stress again how his a little Ukrainian child who has finally made their way over the border. And uh, obviously, folks, you can imagine the stress. But I want to share with you, as you're listening to the John DePietro Show on 8 a.m. 1380 and 99.9 FM. Again, I want to thank JR and Jeff and everybody there helping us make this uh, program possible. Folks, visit the website. But I want to... Um, I want to stress things are definitely more tense than just even a week ago. And this war of words between Russia and Poland, I am telling you firsthand, it has everybody on edge. And I've noticed a difference, and it's not just me, as I'm talking to different people. And my uh, I, this taxi driver, Tomas, who insists, he's a former Polish military, insists on driving me different places. Um, I mean, right now, as I am talking to you, I am looking into a war zone. I mean, we are right next door to a war zone. And I want to be very clear. One thing that is very clear about Poland is the people of Poland, the Polish military, the head of Poland, they realize that they, you know, they, they do not, no one wants Russia and Putin to win this war. Nobody, because who wants him next door? And then they start to go through the same thing. Oh, we're just doing military exercises on your border. And then the troops never leave. So, so folks, it's this is a matter that what you're seeing, by the way, is that the world is stepping up. And I want to be very clear that I fully agree with those that are saying, yes, the rest of the countries all have to pay their fair share. I completely agree with that. It can't just be on the United States. Absolutely not. And, and, and let's keep in mind, they have a lot more to risk over here than we do. The fact that France is on alert, Poland's on alert, Germany, Italy, you know, all the uh, people of Italian descent that live in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, if you've ever visited Italy or friends, they're all on alert. You have a maniac, you know, as they're calling Putin over here, he's like Hitler with nukes. And the fact that they're so brazen and they keep threatening that they're going to use them is just so outrageous about the whole thing. It makes me, I wish right now I could go to competition supplies and see my friend John Francis stock up on some rifles. But folks, to um, so I want to be also uh, very clear. And again, our our broadcast continues. Um, and I I'm not exactly sure. I mean, I I realize um, at some point I will return. I'm just not sure when that is is going to be. I will tell you that if if this the situation starts to uh, get dicier where I am uh, in Poland, then. Then I'll have to rethink things. Um, the initial plan was to try to find a way into Ukraine. It is very challenging. It's very challenging. And quite frankly, you know, you have to weigh um, risk and reward. Risk and reward. And depending on what Putin is willing to do and has done, uh, the situation there where I was planning on going, which is leave, you can see it, L. V, IV, it's, it'd be two hour train ride. 
I just saw an email. Someone said, how far are you from the border? Well, I'm, I'm actually on the border. Medica. You can find it on the map. But um, I, as much as I, I well, was the plan and it's still fluid, I was hopefully looking for some kind of a break or ceasefire or something that would allow us to do it and do it safely. And the biggest part of the puzzle is the um, safe return. Because it's harrowing how long it's taking some people to get out of there and um, and be processed through and and everything else. So we'll see. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, again, I encourage you, visit the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Delicious food. By the way, delicious Polish food. Pierogies and more, all at the Coesed Inn. So it is the John DePietro Show on this Thursday. And you can hear there just is more police activity. There's more sirens. Um, there's, uh, I noticed at night now, it's getting, there's a lot more activity. There's a lot more troop uh, movement, as I've said. Um, I, I, you know, the 82nd Airborne is definitely here, but there's other NATO troops here as well. But that is elite paratroopers, the 82nd Airborne, as I'm speaking, Polish police and military are really very vigilant uh, all over the place. And, uh, you know, they're assisting how they can, but they, they have a different type of mission. But NATO, this is, again, this Thursday, today, tomorrow, Saturday, this, this is big. President Biden has to step it up. They have been behind the curve. They've been reacting all the time instead of being proactive. And by all accounts, folks, that needs to change. They need to be more aggressive. This fear of provoking Putin, the Russian military is being exposed because right now they're having a hard time with the Ukrainian military who is fighting, who is fighting, and they are holding them at bay, and they have been unable to take the capital. And according to many reports, a lot of the Ukrainian military are starting to retake certain uh, territory and land that initially had gone to the Russians. And another thing that also, just the human element of this whole thing, is the number of, if you've seen the Russian soldiers that are being killed. And I want to give a heads up to JR in the studio. We're going to be going into a break in just 20 seconds. But folks, the number of Russian casualties, and they're not even into it. Um, at some point, somebody from within, they have to rise up. That's the way that this thing is going to come to an end. Has to. And he's got to go. All right, here's what we're going to do. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, visit the website. If you want to send me an email, if you want to contact me, advertise, support the show, what have you. What we're going to do is I'm going to toss it back to Jay on the studio, but stay tuned. A lot more ahead of the John DePietro Show. Stay tuned. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401. 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on the John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 
3359. In Rhode Island, propane plus number 401 885 4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full service provider of propane to Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and also now it's renewable. Online at propaneplus.com, Propane Plus, heating and cooling. In Massachusetts, call the Rehoboth office, 508-252-3359, and in Rhode Island, 401 401- 885-4209. You can depend on Propane Plus. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Now, listen, call right now. Why not book? Free quote. Find out. Get them out there and either get your driveway paved or maybe your patio letter j j perry paving high quality fair pricing exceptional service 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating free estimate any project dial 401-732-1730 when's the last time you had your driveway paved i'll bet i could use it after this rough winter call j perry paving today 401-732-1730 whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook. Check out the benefits of investing in asphalt paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. And remember, J. Perry Paving, licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs. Call them today. Free quote, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Folks, as always, please visit the website dpetro.com. We have uh, full recaps of everything that we have been uh, covering as uh, we continue now uh, week three of our coverage, Russia, uh, war against Ukraine. And um, it's all on the website, dpetro.com. Brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Call Mike CP's company. Request a quote. If you're listing right now, Rhode Island of Massachusetts, SOLE, Soul Source, clean and disinfect residential commercial properties. Call them today. Request a free quote, 401-712-2700. All right, we have some good sound I want to play, starting with this piece by uh, Gabe Gutierrez on um, NBC News. Let's, he- let's hear. Here it is. Quite defiance. When the bombing is going, then you never know where it will uh, drop. Victoria Felotova works for a charity in Chernihiv. That's in northern Ukraine near Belarus. Russian troops have surrounded the city, but it's hanging on. So are other cities like Mariupol and Kharkiv. This is not the war between Ukraine and Russia. This is the war between light and darkness, between goodness and uh, evil. We are determined to protect our land and to stay here. Many others have not stayed. More from ravaged cities arriving in Lviv today. Natalie is from Kiev, surrounded by Russian troops on three sides. She decided to get out with her family before it's too late. Others are making the remarkable choice to return. A humanitarian corridor opened up today, and this train is being loaded up with supplies and people who are heading back east to pick up loved ones. This woman is coming back from Poland to care for her sick father in eastern Ukraine. This mother is returning with her young daughter. This is my country, she says firmly. Refugees now top three and a half million. As a volunteer train conductor, Serhi has seen a lot of them. The defiance in places like Mariupol weighs heavily on him. Mariupol right now is a stronghold of freedom. It's a stronghold of the all democracy world. Tonight, in parts of Ukraine, they are surrounded but not defeated, Lester. You know, that's a very powerful piece, and I like the fact that they even mention uh, light and darkness. Uh, Richard Engel, NBC News, who first uh, emerged on the scene as a star during, uh, I think in the aftermath, actually, um, after 9-11, and then you really saw him on the ground in Iraq. 
he, uh, I mean, he, he has spent his career overseas. The guy's a remarkable war correspondent, reporter, uh, knows the area. He did a pretty impressive, he got a briefing, unclassified map. Ukraine is making big gains around the capital. I want to hear, this is uh, Richard Engel. We're now in the municipality, one of the main control centers here in Kiev, and we just saw a very interesting map. And by the way, it's not classified. The deputy mayor and a senior military liaison officer said that all the information here is verified, but that we can show it that it doesn't risk any uh, operational details or put any troops at risk. But it's very revealing. This is Kiev right here in the center. And these Russian areas, all of these red areas, are all Russian-controlled territory. So you see, just to the north of Kiev, there's a big Russian area. And to the northeast, there's another Russian area. But what's interesting about this map is all of these blue spots. And there's quite a few of them. These are all areas that have been captured by Ukrainian forces, recaptured, from Russian territory or from Russian troops just over the last 48 hours with many of them, particularly here uh, in, in this sector over the last 24 hours. And this, they say, is the biggest counteroffensive that they've seen since the start of the war, the most blue that they've ever had on this map. And they're finding it very encouraging. They say, obviously, the goal is to get rid of all of these red splotches, but so far, with this counteroffensive, just about 48 hours in, there have been significant changes around the capital. Now, the NATO forces, the United States, they have to get the Ukrainian military the weapons they need. They have to get the Ukrainian military the weapons that they need, periodically. Also, folks, there's a good piece, U.S. Army Green Beret quietly helped tilt the battlefield a little bit more towards the Ukrainians. A lot of people don't realize that they uh, have been training them, the Green Berets. And also, I think it's also really interesting. There are American military, uh, retired, but they have gone over and volunteered and they're helping the Ukrainians fight the Russians. What, what I find also even what makes some of the comments from Tulsi Gabbard, uh, who I, I despise, Candace Owens and Tucker Carlson, is they're basically taking sides against their own country. They're not only taking sides in their comments being played on Russian propaganda television, but then you start to realize there are Americans that are in Ukraine trying to help the Ukrainian military, and they're taking sides against them. Now, the next clip I want to play, uh, what's significant about this is I want people to just listen to what's being said. Immediately, people are going to turn this off. This was on a podcast, a woman named Ann Applebaum, and she had on Hillary Clinton. Now, when I say that name, a lot of people immediately start saying, oh, here we go. I I just want you to listen to what she's saying, because she actually, uh, Putin despised Hillary Clinton. He did, still does, I'm sure, so much he was willing to meddle in the 2016 election, which I don't think they were successful. President Trump won that outright. But make no mistake about it, he despises Hillary Clinton. She was Secretary of State. She did run for president. She did get briefings, right, during the course of then being the nominee in 2016. But what I think, and I noticed Tucker Carlson did play a clip of this on his show, but he didn't address, to me, the most meat that is in this. And, and again, I want you to just step back. Some people have this block. They can't listen. You know, it's an element of if Hunter Biden somehow miraculously came up with a cure for cancer, they, they wouldn't take it. Uh, but I want you to just suspend your dislike for her for a moment. Because just listen to what she's saying, though. Because I noticed that he didn't address this on his show. But she's really hitting close to home for Tucker Carlson. So, again, this is... Um, Hillary Clinton with this Ann Applebaum, and they're discussing Tucker Carlson saying he's literally a useful idiot. But listen to where she talks about that it's very clear that he's getting his information from someone within the Kremlin who's not only giving him information, but explaining exactly how they want it framed. That's a very serious accusation. I did notice that Tucker Carlson didn't address it on his show. I find that interesting. I find it very interesting that he didn't address that specifically 
or offer any type of denial about it either. So I want to play it and then I'll getting his information. Here we go. The Russian government even broadcasts uh, Tucker Carlson, who appears on Fox News, because of what he says in support of Putin or casting doubt on uh, those who are seeing with our own eyes what Putin is doing. How do Russian viewers actually get information and how do you think Russia views somebody like Tucker Carlson and the other Trump apologists, both in the U.S. and in Europe? The role of the Trump apologist is truly interesting. Because, of course, for me, it evokes the role of left-wing apologists for communism, you know, in, in, the, in the last century. And I think their behavior comes out of something similar. Their dislike of their own country, of the United States, of the nature of modern America, is so strong that they are looking for alternatives anywhere, even if those are autocratic alternatives, and they're willing to overlook the true nature of those autocratic states if that gives them a kind of stick with which they can beat their own country. And so the idea, first of all, that Putin is a Christian or that he represents some kind of white Christian, um, you know, anti-woke spirit, I mean, it's absurd on all kinds of levels. Um, very few Russians are Christians. Almost none of them go to church. Very few of them have ever read the Bible. You know, one of the features of this war has been Russian bombing of cathedrals and churches, you know, but of course the Russians themselves encourage it. I mean, I don't know exactly where Tucker gets his information, um, but some of it is quite specific. He's made specific comments about, you know, things that the Ukrainians have done that so- somebody is feeding him information about oh. how he should describe the war and giving wow. him ideas. Um, and then, of course, that information is very, very useful for the Putin regime to play that back on Russian television. Um, Tucker Carlson appears quite frequently, and it's you know used as evidence that we have support in America. Um, and so he is literally a useful idiot. I mean, he is getting his information from someone with ties to Russia. I don't know who it is, and I don't want to speculate. That information is then being reproduced. It is then useful to the Russian regime. So he's acting as a conduit for Russian propaganda, which is extremely useful to them. Um, it's it's a really ugly thing to see. You know, what, a couple of things about that, folks. And again, you're listening to the John DePietro show. One is that I had mentioned this in the past, you know, Bernie, Bernie Sanders, remember he, the big communist, he went to Moscow for his honeymoon. So it, there is precedent with this. But what's frightening, I noticed on his show, he didn't address that specific allegation. I think that's an interesting point that there, and no matter how much Tucker Carlson hates Hillary Clinton, hates the Biden administration, and you may as well. But you can't outspin they're playing his show on Russian television. And I notice he's not addressing that. He's not apologizing for it. He's not addressing it. But no matter how much he wants to attack and try to outdebate anyone that calls him on the carpet for his support for Putin, um, he, th- there's no way to unspin that. The evidence is there. They're using his show on Russian television. It kind of reminds me of Buddy Sancy who's talking about the politics of snow. That when you're a politician, you can try to spin education numbers. You can try to spin revenue. You can try to spin all different types of things. But if a guy looks out his, when it's snowing and sees six inches of snow on a street and it has been plowed, you can't convince him otherwise. So what I find interesting about this is... Tucker Carlson and Candace Owens, but especially Tucker, who who I, before this, I really liked and respected, and I have communicated with some of his people, but it, um, he can't spin that. The fact, okay, they're using your show, and I I don't know what to make of the whole thing, but again, I want to just touch on, I think that's a very interesting accusation they made, that he's getting specific information in how to frame it. And they're, they're alleging he's getting his information directly uh, from, basically, from the Kremlin or so someone connected with Putin. And what I noticed is he didn't, he didn't deny that on his program. So I, I think that's troubling. I'm not going to debate it back and forth. I know he's, very, he's obviously very popular, very powerful. Everyone that ever saw it will remember the biolabs. Notice he hasn't gone back on the biolabs situation. But to accuse him... And then he just he leaves it hanging out there and doesn't deny it or go after them or anything like that. I I think that's a pretty interesting development that should not be ignored. And a lot of the 
propaganda uh, that these people have been putting out and echoing. I, I, I am telling you right now what I'm saying from the beginning. I, I think it's going to come back to bite them. I think they're going to regret taking sides against their own country. They try to mock it all they want. But we're all watching what's happening. No matter how much spin the propaganda, Putin, all his allies try to do, we're seeing and you're seeing and I'm seeing firsthand these people who are just being terrorized uh, by Russia, by the bombings, all the people being killed, all the cities being destroyed. And there's nothing sophisticated or smart or brilliant or... Uh, interesting, or there's nothing appealing about that in any way. I think it's positive that the world is uniting. And right away, folks, we, do you want to live during peacetime or wartime? This threat has to be eliminated. It has to be eliminated immediately. All right, a lot more ahead. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, health continues to be an important part of our daily lives. That's why you need to stop in and see the queen of health. It's Marie at It's My Health, because it's your health. But It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Look for her on Facebook. You can also call her at 401-305-3585. You know where she is, right in that very majestic old white church, diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant. It's My Health. And inside, pop in. You'll see vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like Isae, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Wait till you see the selection. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices purchased by the ounce plus boxed herbs and teas plus hemp and CBD products. Stop in natural skincare products, hair care products. It's my health, because it's your health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. All right, folks, it's John DePietro. We're right in uh, Schmel at the train station, and I've run into someone who uh, not only are you a foreign fighter that signed up, you're going back for your second time. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah. What, what was the first time like? <laughs> I was like a hit in the face because everybody, war is war, but uh, when you go to the city, it's the thing that's really stick to is the smell of the bodies, the, the, of the gunpowder, and because it's uh, freezing in the night and it's plus in the morning, so that the smell is just like terrible. That was the first thing. And the second thing, civilians were shot like 10, 10 meters, 30 feet in front of me, and I was just, no, 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 no. Where are you from and what's your first from, name? From Norway. My first name is Morten. Okay. And you decided to come in and now you're, you're going back for a second round. Yeah. I'm going back for a second round. Oh, that is fantastic. Now, are you traveling with someone as well? I think I saw. Oh, this guy. Yeah, okay. this other guy. Okay. And uh, how is the Ukrainian soldiers and other people that are fighting? They're amazing. I, I don't know about uh, because I was uh, going down to you join the, the Foreign Legion. But I didn't. I, yeah, I, I don't want to say this on uh, this one. Okay. But uh, I, I, I did something. I was there. I was fighting, but I was fighting with the people. Okay. So I'm not. Uh, I'm like a war criminal because I was helping in my kind of way. You know. Okay. Um. In. In. Uh, but you're motivated to go and help the people of Ukraine. Yeah. 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 Of course, man. Okay. If you see a girl getting jumped, you would help her. Yes. Like if you have Russia against Ukraine, it's right. like. I'm a big guy, you know, you can see, I'm a big guy. And if I see a big guy attacking a girl, I would help her. It's the same. For me, it's the same. Absolutely. They're lucky to have you. Good luck to you. Thank you, man. Okay. Take care, huh? All right, folks, there he is. And from Norway. Yeah, I'm from Norway. Norway. Okay. The John DePietro Show brought to you by realtor Pat Elston. Call Pat today, 401 474-5253. There's a link right directly to her on the website, dipetro.com. Caldwell Banker Realty, based in Cumberland, 20 years experience, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Pat services all of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Contact Pat Elston today, 401-474-5253. And you can find her right on the website, dipetro.com. Again, folks, it's John DePietro. We are uh, right outside some train station where um, a number of people are waiting. And if I understand this, so when when was your 
wife expected and um, how, how long have you been waiting? Uh, my mother-in-law is expected. Um, so I drove down from Berlin and, and I, I actually got here about two hours ago. Um, but I don't know now how long I have to wait. So, but it's not a problem. I, I've just got to hang around. It's nothing compared to the journey she has to make. Yeah. So I've just got to wait around and, and until she gets here. And, and, and people uh, in, in Germany, just, you know, your feeling... What, what would they like to see happen? Would they like to see a more aggressive approach towards Putin? I think it's very mixed. I think it's very mixed because it's very difficult. Obviously, people are criticizing the rest of Europe and NATO. But of course, if they do get involved, it's, it's really going to escalate. And that's, that's the worrying part. But how and when, when does this end? It's difficult to say. But something has to change. Something has to happen. And, and if you don't mind, just circle back and again folks it's john DePietro and we're in um which could you just state your name mike okay and if you could just take us through when this started and how that was impacting the family that you have in ukraine i think i think we talked about the fact that it would never start um it was boiling everyone could see it happening but the family having the experience they have over the last eight years living in donetsk were kind of very blasé. Most of the people in Ukraine were very relaxed about it because they didn't expect this to, to go this far and for this to happen. So, of course, when they did, I think it's just complete shock, really. Um, and then once your plan is to bring everybody back to Germany. Yeah, I'm going to pick up my mother-in-law and and hopefully some people who've joined her along the way. And um, I only have a car, but I can take a few people and at least I've been able to bring some supplies to, to try and help in a small way. And is the plan to go back to German, uh, Ukraine at some point for them? Eventually, yeah. Uh, but let's see. We need to see how long this plays out. And I know from friends that I know of and lots of people in, in, in Germany, they're happy to help out for as long as they need to. And um, what is the feeling in Germany towards uh, President Zelensky? Again, I think shock. In, in, in an unbelievably positive way, um, he's just a very normal, proud guy who's just standing up for himself and for his country that you just don't see politicians do anymore, which is incredible. Yeah. And, it, and it's so motivating to see somebody real in politics. It really is. And again, right now, do you have a sense of when they're going to arrive? Um hopefully in the next hour but but it could be in the next few hours uh, it's really difficult to, to say at the moment because it sounds like it was uh, pretty treacherous when they were waiting to come on the train station awful yeah it really was but 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 again you know uh there was shelling surrounding but she didn't get hurt she's very lucky there are a lot of people who are in a very different situation and then a lot of people who are stuck right now so i would say she's very lucky she's on her way she's healthy she's fine she's warm she has food and she's she's on track so thank you all right well we'll see maybe we'll talk to them when they arrive if you're ever in an accident pick up the phone and call west fountain auto body today 401 401- Two seven two thirty three forty. Were you in an auto accident? Someone damaged your vehicle, folks. It can happen. Whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone. Call West Fountain Auto Body four zero one two seven two thirty three forty. They are located four hundred West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272 3340-401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401-272-3340.
Okay, it's Chanda Petro. We're right at the border, Mandinka, and there are a group here, and they are foreign fighters. And uh, what can you tell us about yourself? My name's Paul. I'm from Glasgow. Uh, all I can say at the moment, we're very frustrated. Uh, diplomacy and bureaucracy is holding everything up. Ukraine has not been very forthright with the truth. Uh, and basically we're just waiting to do anything we can, whether it be in for military action or humanitarian aid, whatever. We're just here to help in any way whatsoever. Um, and there's a group of us here prepared to do whatever we need to do. How many How many uh, are you with? There's a group of about 30 or 40 of us and at the moment, and that's grown every day. And you guys, you're waiting to go into action? We are waiting to help in some form, one way or another. You say it's frustrating because there's delays? It's very frustrating. We came here to help and all we had were hands tied. Can't go anywhere. As I say, the Ukrainian forces are not very forthright with the truth. How long have you been here? Four days. Four days waiting to go in? Four days waiting to go in. And you guys signed up and everything. I mean, you're in full military gear. Well, we've no sign for the Legion. The Legion's no what it seems. And my advice to anybody coming to join that Legion is don't. Is don't join the Legion. Bad move. Um, is that surprising? I would think. I mean, you show up a group of 40. I would think put you right in action. You guys seem ready to go. Well, it's, it's, yes, it's, it's very surprising. But I promised the world. Started at the airport. Nobody to pick us up. Um... No follow through, make your own way to the border, get to the border, take your passport, which is another thing, tell people don't give them your passport. They disappear with it and then you're in the Legion and it's just a shit show. That's and then you're just waiting to see what's going to happen from you. We're waiting to see what our next move is, next 30, 60, 48 hours before we can do anything. And who is, uh, you have a leader as well that's been uh, leading this whole thing? We have a leader, a colonel, I won't tell you his name, ex, ex foreign Legion. Very clued up, very switched on. Uh, he'll be leading us in whatever action we decide to take. And I can see there there's seems to be a pretty good amount of uh, foreign legion fighters that are here ready to go. There, there's a lot of guys here prepared to go and help, uh, whatever that takes. Yes. Okay, okay. Thank you very much. You. All right, folks, again, and uh, as I'm standing here, it's Sean DePietro. I can see there are guys in military garb, and they're really all over the place. And uh, they are, you heard that, that crew is from Glasgow, but they're from all over. And they are prepared and they're just waiting. They seem frustrated. They thought they'd get to see action a little bit faster than this. But uh, it's obviously not happening. I don't know enough about the screening process. But this is right at Mandinka, right at the border. I'm looking over to my right is, in fact, Ukraine. And then we're right here at the border. And so you have all the refugees coming in. And then you also have all of these foreign fighters as well. To check out our website, depetro.com, depetro.com, which is sponsored by and brought to you by the Senadale Revival Comfort Food and Cocktails, located 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Shane and his crew, what a wonderful job they've done. Winner of several Rhode Island Best of Awards, Best of Rhode Island Awards. The Senadale Revival, delicious food, cocktails, a lot of fun. Stop it and see them. 2025 Smith Street. WNRI Winsocket. W260DC. WNRI.